guru is live. Good morning. I love Fridays because Fridays in real estate in a lot of ways is Monday to our business because it's a weekend business in, in so many ways because lots of homes are shown on the weekends, lots of open houses on weekends. There's just lots of offers and lots of sales, lots of things going on. So we consider Friday the opening of our week. Welcome to the opening of the, of the Realtor Week. Okay, let's get going this morning because we have a topic that we're kind of taking in reverse. And that is, don't become a real estate agent if, you know, instead of taking a look at the positive reasons, let's take a look at, at the reverse. Of course, we'll, we'll talk about both of them as, as we get going here. Hey, if for don't forget to like us on Facebook. Take them, and I'm going to take a sip of my coffee here, the Black Rifle Coffee Company coffee. And take a second, like us on Facebook, send a comment in on what it, I'd love to hear from you on this topic. What is the worst part of being an agent? There's a bunch of garbage that comes along with any job. I've had multiple careers in my life. There's a bunch of garbage that comes along with every career and real estate is one of them. With real estate, there is a bunch of garbage that comes along with it, including your clients' attitudes at times. Now, I've been blessed to have some, and you too, I'm sure, have some wonderful, wonderful, just outstanding clients. However, there are some assumptions that come along with the industry. So let's get into the top one of don't become a real estate agent if if you're playing and you're new to this industry maybe you're just getting licensed and your plan is to get rich quick this isn't the industry to jump into this isn't it however and it's a big however you can make a bundle of money in this industry but it's gonna be a lot of hard work. If your plan is get rich quick, one year of work, and that equals retirement the rest of your life, probably not. I mean, I hope it works for you. I hope that is exactly what works for you. However, the likelihood of that happening is very, very, very low. Because it's hard work. You've got to build a clientele. And to build a clientele, it's a lot of work because you've got to get leads in, convert the leads into actual clients that you understand their motives and you have a relationship with them. That's hard. That's a skill. You've got to be knowledgeable about this industry and that takes time. For your clients to trust you and build credibility, that takes time. You know what? The career, if you want to, one reason to not become a realtor is you think this career is going to be glamorous. You think it's going to be all glitz and, and, pop, and, and pop and you've got pop, uh, the glitterati coming after you. That's not this career. It's not all glamorous. How, you know, saying all this, I love this career. It is the career absolutely for me. 
And I know lots of people in this industry. It's the career for them. They are amazing. I am a strong believer. Nobody replaces anybody in this career or, or in life. Nobody replaces anybody. If real estate is for you, then you are unique. You are meant for the career. And nobody can carve out the relationships that you can carve out. You are unique and meant for the industry and meant for the career. If this is what you want to do, it's hard work. But it's not all glamour. It's not the, uh, the glamorous lifestyle of the rich and famous. That's not how it works. In every career, whether it's law or real estate or accountants, whatever it is, there are always going to be the lucky. There's always going to be the ones that are extremely rich at doing it. They, they, they planned their business and done well over lots of years. <coughs> Excuse me. But those are that is the... 1% of any career. That's not to say you can't do extremely well. You can do in this in this career extraordinarily well. You can have the, the $200,000 salary. It's going to be a lot of work. No, no question about it. Let's slow it down this morning. Take a sip of coffee. And let's get into if serving others is a bummer to you. If being a servant leader, that is serving others, if serving others is a bummer to you, this may not be the perfect career for you. Because this career is all about serving other people in the way they want to be served, not the homes that you want to go see, it's the homes they want to see in the price category they want to see it in. Now, we, now saying that, we have, to, we have to be smart. If the person could only afford $400,000 homes, we're not just taking them on a tour of your area to show them million-dollar homes. If they can, if they can afford $400,000 homes, we're not going to take them on a tour of million-dollar homes. That doesn't make any sense. That's not the typical anyway. People usually want to look at something they can buy. Oh, so it kind of self-corrects. Maybe you show them one well outside of their category. That, that's all well and fine. No, no problem. But overall, you show them homes within the category. Now, let's talk about love of looking at homes. Just the sheer love of it. I will tell you, I love to go and just look at real estate, whether it's raw land, commercial property, apartments, condos, townhomes, standalone homes, ranches, farms, the whole gamut. I have a dear love of real estate and its industries, and that is what you need. If you're getting into this and you don't love to look at homes, that's not your thing. Maybe there's a part of real estate you can do, but maybe it's not the agent part. 
Maybe you need to think about being a lender or a, a, some someone else in this industry that isn't out sh busy showing lots of homes. There are so many connected industries to this business. It's absolutely incredible. You need to find your love of career. You, you, I know you've heard this before that you need to be following your passion. My, my kickback when I was young is, well, shouldn't the passion include money? Well, kind of it does. It's You can't chase something that there's zero money in categorically, or you shouldn't. You need to chase a career that you love, you're passionate about, and has a possibility of making some money. Because if you're chasing a career with, without money, I mean, we, that, that's obvious. And, you know, if you're going to go out there and create the, the, the greatest, you know, bullwhip or something, and people aren't buying bullwhips today, well, the, you, you're going to be in trouble even though you're creating the best bullwhip ever. So in this industry, as an agent, you need to love to look at homes. You need to enjoy the journey with your client. Your client will know if you don't like the journey. If you're not enjoying showing them homes and it's annoying you, and I have met new people that said, well, I can't wait till we're past looking at homes, so I'm just writing the offer. That is not going to work long term. Let me tell you, that, that attitude, you need to look for something else. If that is the attitude, go look at some other career because the journey has to be part of the pleasure of being in the industry. Pardon me while I sip a little more coffee this morning, getting my daily coffee caffeine intake. I'd love to hear from you, by the way, in the chats. What kind of coffee are, do you sip in the morning and how do you make it? And are you using a French press? Are you going to Starbucks and, and buying some kind of a latte or, or whatever it is from Starbucks? Where, where do you get your daily caffeine intake from? I'd love to hear from you in the chats where you feel like getting the best daily caffeine intake. You know, someday we got to do a show for where do realtors love to get their, their caffeine from? Do you pack a thermos with you for, for the day or do you just do one cup in the morning? You know, what, what is going on with, with, with the whole caffeine thing? All right. Because we, we know this, we're all busy drinking coffee. So let's get back to, you know, the, the what ifs about being an agent and how does that work? Do we really want to be an agent if we don't love showing something? And I would say you probably don't want to be an agent if you don't love showing something. You have to have that burning passion in you. Your client will absolutely know if you have that passion in you. There's no question about it. Now, let's talk about setting your schedule. Setting your schedule I get this regularly from new people. The, the older people in the industry just kind of laugh. because Yes, you can set your own schedule. And in fact, if you come to our coaching where we help you build your business bigger than it ever could have been before. In fact, I'll, let me, let's put a link right down here in the bottom for our, our course 
which also leads you to our coaching programs. That, that's kickstarter.your-realestateguru.com. You can see it right down here in the, in, in the banner. So I promote setting a schedule. But your schedule isn't going to be what you think it is. If you're brand new to the industry, it's not going to be nine to five. You can control your schedule with uninterrupted times to some degree. Even to a large degree for a short period of time. I promote four days a week, four 45-minute periods of time during the day that you are uninterrupted working on your client lists. And we go through that and how to develop and how to build your business and, and how to start writing more offers and how to list more homes. You want to list a home right away? Come and talk to us. Let's get listings in your pocket today. Let's get it started. And we do that through our coaching and through our course programs. But setting the schedule isn't going to be a nine to five thing. You, I even know people who say they don't show homes on Saturdays or Sundays. And the business is largely a weekend business. But if you hold that steady, that's possible. But there's going to be other gives and takes in this business. That's And it's not going to end up looking like a nine to five job. And you're not going to be in control of every hour of your day. People come to us and say, well, I chose this because I want free time. Well, particularly when you're first starting out, you're going to find you have less free time in this career than you did working for a nine to five job. Because a nine to five job, someone else owns the business, someone else is getting the profit, someone else is writing the schedule, you're showing up and you're doing a job for that period of time and you're walking away with no risk. You're walking away with a paycheck. That's fine. That, if that's what you want, that's terrific. That is not this career. This career is not nine to five as a real estate agent. It's often a divided day. You get up in the morning and you go through your client list and you, and you do, do your stuff, all your paperwork. And then in the afternoon or evening, you're busy showing homes and writing offers. That's how it works. Well, that, of course, carves out problems with family time. If your plan is to have more and more and more family time, you're going to have to work on that. Because clients are often free in the evening and on the weekend. Now, you might want to think about going to a brokerage that is a team base that covers for each other. So you're not having to always show up every single weekend. And if you're with a team like, like we have, we cover for each other. We make sure that someone else isn't dropping the ball on their income stream while they're out skiing. You know, that Saturday skiing festival that you want to go to or some other event that you want to go to becomes very important for you. And family time is very, very important. I'm very pro-family. Well, you need to find a way 
that that's going to happen because this career can erode away. Follow me here. It can erode away on your family time, big time. Would love to hear from you in the comments. How do you balance an active real estate career with family time? I want to hear from you on this. How do you balance an active real estate career with family time? Family time is critical. If you need more free time, not just family time, but just personal free time. If you're the kind of person that needs significant free time, this career may not be perfect for you. Or you're going to end up limiting your income early on significantly. And that can be a big problem. All right. Let me slow down here a little bit. Take another sip of coffee. So let's talk a little bit more about this free time thing. Because I get agents that come in and, and say to me, look, I, I have a lot of friends who want to buy a house. That's terrific. When, do, when are your friends available to look at homes? You got to think about, go to map this out. If you're new to the industry, take a minute, map this out, map out. When are they available? I'll bet it's usually the same times in the past that you were available. That's why you're friends and you spend time together because you had time to spend together. Entering this as a career, it's wonderful, by the way, to sell to, sell to friends and family. Some of the best sales you'll ever have in life is selling to friends and family, whether you are helping them list and sell their home or you are selling them selling helping them buy a home either side of it some of the best deals you're ever going to have because you really are showing value of your career the credibility of your career to family can it be any better than showing it to family you know i i i love my family i love i Love every one of them. And credibility within my own family is a big, big deal. And I'll bet it is to you as well because families are, that's number one for all of us. We, we want our families to do well. And we're trying to make sure our families get a good deal out there. So we want to showcase these wonderful skills that we have. But it's going to take your free time to do it. It's going to take what would, for most people, they have this certain free time in the evenings when they watch the sitcoms, they watch the news, they, on, on Saturday they go out to a movie, think things like, maybe they go out to a matinee. That, those are the times you're going to open houses. Those are the times that you are presenting to new people to sell their house. Those are the times you're taking your buyers around on a tour. And tours eat up time. They take a lot of time. Okay. So you don't want to report to anyone. I get it. 
I, I, I'm very independent. I've always been very in, but that I grew up in my dad's bakery and I understood this concept of working for yourself, growing up independently and you're not working for, and, and I did end up working for other companies, Costco, managing for them, Safeway, managing for them early on. I understand working for someone else in the, and there is huge value in that. Absolutely. But if you are of the mind of an independent contractor and you believe in owning your own business, that will eat away on you because you want that. This is the perfect career for that. You are an independent contractor. Not that there aren't requirements for your brokerage to do certain things. That's that's fine. There are rules and meetings to show up to and growing your business and networking and all of that. But And it all eats away on your time. But if you want to own your own business and be an independent contractor, this is a great business for that. Okay. The NAR, National Association of Realtors. The OR, for, for Oregon anyway. But the Oregon Realtors, also used to be known as the Oregon Association of Realtors, recently changed their name. These all, as well as others like RMLS, your local association, whether it's EMAR or PMAR, or, the, the whole alphabet soup is out there. They all have expectations. By the way, they all have fees. We talk about this being one of the cheapest, cheapest things to get into. Okay, sure. It, it is fairly inexpensive to get into. There's a state exam, a federal exam. you got to study about 150 hours or so to go take your exams and pay all your fees. And about $2,000, $2,500 later, you are licensed and, have, and, and attach yourself to a brokerage. And at that point, you're ready to go and you're an independent contractor working under a managing broker. It's a lot. I know. It's a lot when you thought maybe you get licensing and you're on your own. Well, you're on your own under someone else. And these other programs like the NAR, EMAR is an association or PMAR or the many other associations that there are, the MLSs, and, and which there are hundreds in the United States of them. There's not just one MLS system. They all have fees and they all have significant rules absolutely significant rules come along with each one of them. So you want to be an agent and you want to be on your own. That doesn't mean there's not rules to follow. I would love to hear from you. What is your, what was the most astonishing rule when you got into this business? What was the most astonishing rule that you learned after showing up in the business itself? We all have, our assumptions. We all have our premeditated thought processes about any career that's out there. What were yours? What was your premeditated thought process before you became a realtor? Think back. For those of you that are seasoned in this, throw me in a comment. What were some of your premeditated thoughts that ended up being, you know, fake news, ended up being a myth? I can put it in my next myth show, by the way. Give me some of your myths that you had heard before so I can include it in my, in my next myth show. If you look back at my videos on, on YouTube, you'll find 
a myth show where we, we dispel some of the big myths in real estate. I'm not going to go over them today, but if you have some for me, would love to hear from it. Also, take a minute, hit the like button. No matter what kind of social media you're looking at right now, hit the like button, hit the follow button. In YouTube, take a moment, hit the subscribe button in YouTube. It needs to be in YouTube because that's the one that will open up for you. The Guru Members Only Events. Those events will be open up to you once you hit the subscribe button. What do you might want to ask? What do we do in the Guru Members Only events? Well, we take a much deeper dive into building your business directly and answering questions of the membership directly to ensure you are having the biggest year you ever could have planned for. Even bigger, even bigger. All right, this is often a weekend business. And people don't really think about it being a weekend business so much. But it is a weekend business by and large. Just overall, it's a weekend business. Not every part of it. But here's the typical rhythm. One moment. Here's the typical rhythm for those investigating into the career. And you're wondering, why not be an agent? I thought that was terrific. It is terrific. It absolutely is. But here's the typical rhythm. Lots of agents try to take Monday off. Monday, maybe part of Tuesday. But certainly by Wednesday, they're rolling on showing homes or listing homes. They are busy showing. By Friday or Saturday, agents are writing offers. You're writing contracts. You're negotiating the contract with your side of the table, your Pete, your buyer. This is the tip. I'm talking about a typical rhythm of how the business goes. So, you know, why not be an agent? Well, think about the rhythm of the business. Does it work for you? You start showing. You're, you show homes often for hours, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday night. Your client gets a hold of you, so I'd like to have an offer. You put an offer together. You're working late Saturday night, maybe 11 p.m., maybe later. You're putting the offer together to give it over to them often on a docu-sign or some form of ele ele uh, digital electronic signature product. You get that over to them. On Sunday, you're verifying with the listing agent that it's out that it's out there. You have sent it to them in the inbox, and you're making sure everything is tidied up and put into place. And often Monday, the day that we a lot of us try to take off, if you're the listing agent, you are reviewing offers with your owner. You've gotten in a dozen offers. You're lining them up. By the way, lining them up by dollars is never enough. Because they're much more complicated than that. Because they come in conditions. All the different conditions of the contract. So you need to line up all the risks. 
of each contract and what's going on. That's your job. This is what showcases you as the professional and why you chose this career. Because negotiation is the number one way, number one way to showcase your credentials, your acumen, your business knowledge, your knowledge of this career with your client right there. Well, by Monday, you're sending out to people, if you're the listing agent, whether they got the offer to one person, maybe another person that had a backup offer, and to everybody else, they didn't get it. And Tuesday and Wednesday, the rest of them start down the same path they were at the last week at looking at homes starting Tuesday or Wednesday, all the way through Saturday. We're talking the typical rhythm here and then writing offers again. That is the rhythm that we see out there as an agent. Just going back to our first question, don't become an agent if. Let me end with this. Don't become an agent if you don't love the career. Love it. If it's a passion to you, it will treat you well. It is one of the greatest careers, I believe. It is the career for me. I dearly love all aspects of it, including the coaching and helping build your business directly. One of our goals, one of my goals as the guru is helping you build your career bigger than it ever could have been before. Follow us on social media. Hit that like button. Give us a comment. Hit the subscribe button in YouTube. Join us on the Guru Members Only events and let's build your career bigger than it ever could have been before. I'll see you soon.